to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're, to and you're listening to the Open Mic, the open mic podcast. podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Uh-huh. to do right now i'm about to open up it's been a while y'all i'm gonna let this thing slow marinate a little bit yeah it's been a while y'all but you know what you're tuning into it's the open mic radio podcast y'all what's it been like a month and a half though and i'm back uh 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 and i'm back uh 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 i got some i got my homegirls gonna stop through in a little bit Got a special show for y'all. We got a lot to catch up on, y'all. I made some moves. I made some moves. Want to shout out real quick to the homie. To the homie for making this beat. Good looking out, y'all. This is my man's over here. Shout out to my brand new follower, Mr. Felt Five. Uh everybody that came to the promote might be album recording infrared crypto behind the beat y'all infrared crypto man shoot yeah what's going on everybody oh wrong wrong one huh What's up, everybody? Hey, man, thank y'all for tuning in. First of all, I want to shout out to all the ones and twos of y'all who's been downloading and been riding with me and my inconsistent podcast. I'm your host, Mike B. And for the next maybe 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, a range of things, uh, a cornucopia of activities and events that I've been a part of that um, um, not only myself, but the Broken Mike's comedy team. Shout out to the homie Brandon Moore, Charity Sade. Uh, Gaston, um, we did a lot, man. Bit by bit, y'all. Bit by bit. Uh, I want to. This is the very first podcast I've done since Promote Might Be Album. I want to thank everybody who bought a ticket, who showed up, who laughed, who participated, who uh, got there early, who got a front row seat. There's plenty of beautiful pictures. I want to shout out to the homegirl Tiffany Amo, not Tiffany Jennifer Amo. I want to. I don't know why I'm. I'm good at messing people's names up. Jennifer Amo for um, taking the pictures. They're lovely. I'm gonna post some more pretty soon. Uh, I just been backlogged with other things to do. The process of uh, the easiest part was recording the album. The hardest part is all the behind the scenes stuff y'all know nothing about. Um, as far as editing and chopping it up and hey, this should go here and this should go there. Um, I don't know about this one. Oh, I thought there was a bigger laugh here, but I guess it wasn't. No need to make the album. Um, things like that, but um, it was a good time, man. It was a good time to be had. We had about fifty people there, forty-five to fifty people. Uh, some of my good friends were there. Um, people who seen me perform around the DMV area has showed up, showed some love. Um, funny story. I ended up going to shout out to the man Amari, Amir. Uh, I went to Summers over there in Arlington, Virginia, conveniently located next to the Arlington Police Station. And um, <laughs> uh, you might have known that jail 
place, um, that jail location, because it was a featured jail at uh, the place called uh, MSNBC Lockup. All right. So that that jail was featured. They give out lemon loaves, yo, but it's not lemon loaves. It's like all everything you need to survive in life <laughs> for the day. And they give you they give you a loaf, and that's it's like meat, bread, um, protein, some greenery, um, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all in the loaf. And you get that loaf. Um, well, I'm never trying to go to jail. I never, never say never. But I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna pr- probably put my money on. I'm not trying to go. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot, but it was a good time, man. I did about 45 minutes. Um, I did about 45 minutes. It was cool, man. It was a really good time, man. I had uh, my Air Max 90s. If you checked them out on the show, if you saw the pictures, you saw that I had on the uh, Starburst. They're not really Starburst. That's what somebody called them. The Starburst Air Max, Air Max 90s, they were dope. Uh, I didn't know. I only wore them shoes that one particular time. It doesn't make me a baller. This makes me a more certified sneakerhead because some sneakerheads only wear, like, one pair of shoes and may never wear them again. I'm probably going to put these in a frame or whatever. Had on my Levi's fur coat and sweating up a storm like a fat nigga normally does um, when there's hot lights. So it was a good time, man. Um, I can't wait for y'all to listen to the project and listen to um, – the finished product to put it out there. Uh, also, um, this past Saturday, Broken Mike Comedy made its debut at Wonderland Ballroom. One of the um, one of the rooms is a hub for comedy. They just love bringing uh, one-off shows to their location. Shout out to the homie Nick. Uh, <laughs> she about to be mad at me. Shout out to the homie Nick for. Uh, um, giving us the opportunity to perform, um, to, d- to do a show there. We had Tommy Taylor Jr., t- King Tink uh, from Baltimore. We had Liz Barlow from Virginia Beach come down and host my homegirl. We had Beth, uh, I can mess up her name, Darcel or something like that, and Brandon Moore uh, on the show. And everybody had a good time. We had about, what, 40 people there? Another 40 people. So it's been really a good time for Broken Mike Comedy. We're just chipping away and chipping away and chipping away and just doing the good Lord's work in my Ty Davis voice. Ah, speaking of Ty Davis, almost late his night, uh, the homie Tommy Taylor Jr. couldn't make it to his show, so he entrusted his baby with me and Ty Davis, and we burned that son bitch down. Um, it was a good time, man. We had... Uh, this game, this game called the Cougar Cougar Cat Call, uh, shoot your shot, cougar, shoot your shot, and man, it was crazy because we actually had a cougar in the building, and um, one of the lines she said was, "Hope hope stuff and Jordans ain't the only thing you know how to stuff," and I was like, "Ooh, that got weird." <laughs> Ooh, it was crazy. Uh, everybody laughed. It was it was a really good time, man. Um, comedy for me has been 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 weird. Ever since I did the album, I have not been wanting to record. I'm just um, filling a little bit of time here because I'm bringing my homegirl on in a minute, and we're going to talk from the Bad and Boozy podcast, Diaisha, in the building. And yeah, man, it's just it's a weird spot for me because I did all that time, I prepared, and where I should be going out and doing more rooms, I've done absolutely nothing. <laughs> I've been laying low. I've been doing everything other than common. I've been like, let me produce this show. Let me. Oh, I don't want no time. I just came here to check it out. Oh, I just came to show up. Oh, I just came to show some love. Hey, what's up, man? I'm in the building. Hey, high fives all around the room. 
Um, <laughs> I'm being like my utmost lazy dude position. I'm just being lazy, uh, and I don't know why. I, I couldn't. I couldn't give you a. If you say give me, justify the reason why you just did a whole album and where you should be, when you should be out here attacking a scene, you're sitting back on your hind legs and doing nothing. And I take that. I take what you say and I raise you with. I don't know. I do not know. I am not aware of why I've decided to take a sabbatical after recording a podcast, after after going out of out on a limb, after putting my money up, recording another album, doing these things. I don't know why I decided to take a break, but I did. I'm going to get back out there. But, you know, uh, my mentor said, if you ain't got nothing to talk about, what's the use of talking? Or is that just something I told myself and I blame it on my mentor because he's not here to defend himself. And I'm good at doing that, too. I'm like, well, uh, Mickey Mouse said, uh, do on to others as, as others do on to you as long as they pay you back the money that they owe you. Sounds good in the beginning, but it's the, it's the end. I never really stick the end. I never really hit the dismount like I, like I should. And I don't know why. Halloween is coming up. Funny story. Um, my son had got some tickets. Uh, my son's school called and was like, hey, the White House is doing their trick-or-treat um, event this year, and they gave your our school some tickets. So we're going to do a random drawing. We're going to send in a form. We'll do a random drawing. And if your kid wins, you get tickets to go to the White House. And t- I said to that, hey, man, Say them tickets, right? But apparently, um, his mama put in for those tickets, and my son won, which means no one else put in but my son. You can't convince me otherwise. You can't convince me otherwise that uh, <laughs> that uh, that my my son uh, <laughs> won those tickets. I, I I truly believe that my son was the only one that put in, and then they decided to hey, we're going to go ahead and. Um, give you these tickets and not only just give you these tickets we're going to give you the whole school's tickets so take your whole family i believe that but as fate will have it my son couldn't make it so <laughs> oh well i wouldn't know how i feel about that anyway I, if it was the 44th president's um trick-or-treat event i i will i will be all for it i will put myself in See if I can win some tickets to go to the White House. Because he he was with the people. This guy here, he'll sit there on the uh second level above everybody. Like he's some sort of high some 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 monarch, some king, just waving at people. I will talk. I will talk from the microphone and I will say things that are incoherent. And then I'll say a couple of things repeatedly over and over again. Hopefully it'll turn into a, a t shirt. And I'll sell at my MAGA rallies. Nah. Dead. <laughs> so, uh, I was lucky that he he didn't, well, he won them, but um, he can't go. So, hmm. uh, so with that being said, um, be right back. I'm ready. All right. 
And we're back. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so I got D-Asia. Is it D-Asia? D-Asia. I'll be, I'll be butchering uh-huh. names. Yeah, I'll be butchering names, yo. Um, That's my, uh, you know, that was that was given to, that was like my drag name at one point. You know, I never actually did drag. Your drag name, wait a minute. I mean, we got we got t- we got to touch on that for for for, uh, for real quick. The Asia is from the Bad and Boozy podcast. You can hear her and her co-hosts. Uh, what's her name? Because I be listening to all the nicknames. So uh, was it <laughs> so 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 so? Because I be like, yeah, it's uh, the Bad and Boozy podcast. Big Titty McGee and and um, Thirst It's Trail funny one. that some people don't know which one of us is which. Sometimes they be like, hey, Titty's McGee. I was like, that's not me. <laughs> so um yeah I, I had to bring her in here because um, like i said in the beginning of the podcast right uh i've recorded one since i did my taping um i had her she was at the show we're not gonna do we're not gonna do a yelp review yet we're just gonna um <laughs> we're gonna go i i, I want to touch on this drag thing real quick we gotta we gotta go i never did drag i just got um you know i just have a bunch of gay friends and at some point um it, you know, like, it just be, like, little nicknames that be in, you know, just between the crew. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends named Abdu, um, when he would be acting real, like, sassy, one of our fr- my friends used to call him Abdisha. And then at some point, he starts saying, all right, D-Asia to me. And then it just stuck. But it only stuck in that group of friends. And then um, I would use it re- uh, every now and then, but then when mm-hmm. I was looking for like a name to go by on the um, show, I was like, "Let me try this." And then after a while, it just stuck. I was like, "Oh, I guess that's what we call them." Then. Okay, okay. So you never did drag? Yeah. No, but one time we want my friends. We we wanted to have a drag party, but like it just didn't. The logistics just didn't work out. We was young and poor, so I think our uh, ambitions was a little bit more than what we could actually do. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. So, uh, I'm gonna jump right into it because I got I I have those um MSNBC Rachel Maddow questions, yo. So. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's what we channeling. That's my girl, Rachel. (laughs) So we're gonna talk about first of all, uh, not to go into your personal life, but someone is taking a break and living their best life. Okay, once we talk about that, that's fine. It's, okay. it's part of me. Oh yeah, no, I, I just want to talk about the fact that you're part of me life. living my best life is me uh, stirring up this food and cooking while while we talking. <laughs> yeah, you, like so, if you follow her on the Instagram, um, brains and buns, buns and brains, I be brains and buns. That's right. So brains and buns, right? Um, you've been taking a break, so you you went to a Halloween party. Now I could tell you right now, uh, I I swear to everything that's good and holy on this earth. I thought you was Doja Cat with a mask on. So I'm <laughs> disappointed at how many people don't know the difference between a zebra and a, a cow. Because a cow has, like, it's not, like, small spots. It's like a cow is, like, the black and white is, like, more, like, just distributed. And I was like, uh, no. And then the ears don't point straight up. They be a little bit floppy. So one of my friends, like two, one person said, no, two people at the party was like, I thought she was a cow. And somebody was like, bitch, I thought she was a doja cat. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, it's a zebra, beloved. It's a zebra. No, and then I, they made me second guess myself. Like I'm out here Googling zebras and cows, like make sure I wasn't tripping. No, and I was like, no, you're, I wasn't tripping. You're doja cat. That's what I went with. 
I mean, I could still be Doja Cat, but <laughs> she's because her name is Doja Cat, so she want to be a you know, but it wasn't no bitch. I'm a cat. I was just out here being a sexy um <laughs> just, a zebra. Just being a sexy zebra. <laughs> I was about thick. I'm about fat as a motherfucking zebra, a real zebra. I was this bitch. I was like, woo, Lord, I gotta lose some weight, but my butt was sitting up a little bit, so I was like, all right, I'll take that. <laughs> It, it, it's, it it's funny how uh, it's like the little things like when it comes to women when they when they put an outfit on they, they like they break it down and be like yeah, I might be big but you see my how my titties are sitting in this shirt and like that listen you gotta be like be like I was like hold up I'm a little thicker than I normally am but I don't normally have that much butt back there so you know all right we just we gonna sacrifice and then sweater dresses just hug the curves in the right way sometimes you know sometimes you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm a sweater dress type of girl because yeah. I don't like, you know, sometimes in the summer, the sundresses might cling to the wrong dimple or something, but the sweater dresses give you a little more, <laughs> a little more color because they a little, the fabric a little heavier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, uh, I don't wear sweater dresses. I, I, uh, I, I'm a, uh, but I am a fall guy. I know you're you're a fall lady. I'm a fall guy. Yeah, that's be- my shit. Because I like to wear a bunch of jackets, like I said at my show. I like to wear a bunch of jackets to cover my first trimester. So this is my season. You know, I wear. I like big- levels. I mean, um, layers. I love mm. layers. Yeah. In the clothes and fashion is about it in the fall, anyway. Yeah, true. It's better because you know in the summer it's like t-shirt, jeans, unless you you know you hard body. Then it's. I like mean, the, for tops. a woman, the easy part. It's cool because you can like just throw on a dress and go, mm-hmm. but it's just like whatever. You don't got to think too much about it. And I, I don't like the summer. I don't like being hot. You can't never get to. You can't never take off enough clothes, cause, unless you're gonna be naked outside. At least in the winter and the fall, you can layer up. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I do show. No, you can. No, no, you can. No, no. This is good because because this is the rabbit hole. Because when I was in Iraq, it was 110 degrees or sometimes 120. Uh, we still had to keep our sleeves down. Because because it was like you don't want to call skin cancer. That's what they said. And I was like, I'm black and I got melanin. I'm good. But you white folks are in trouble. But <laughs> but then he was like, No, you can get skin cancer too. And I was like, Oh, okay. But Yeah, you can but still. Anybody got time for that? So we couldn't roll our sleeves up. So you eventually uh the saying was, I thought you was gonna say you couldn't roll the sleeves up maybe because of the uh like the sand or something's gonna blow too hard or something. I don't know. No, no. I don't know how Iraq works. No, no, no. That's not how it works at all. Actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not even how that goes. Um, Listen, I, I hear you. I believe you. I, I hear you. I'm just saying that's not how that goes. <laughs> but uh, uh, he said, uh, our, our sergeant major used to say that uh, that your body is a human air conditioner. And I think that puts made us feel better. Like my body's being a human air conditioner right now. Who says that bullshit? That sounds like my um. <laughs> I had a te- elementary school teacher who was the, who used to say, "You, you gotta think cool." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah. So like, well, you know, we had no air conditioner. She used to be like, sometimes if it was way too hot, she'd like turn the light off and mm-hmm. let us like rest out here for a minute. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, "All right, you gotta think cool." I used to be like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Hey, that, it's that, a state of mind, apparently. Yeah, that's the that's the. Hey, I ain't got no money to cut this air on, so you know, I just want y'all to act like it's cool. No, that's Baltimore City schools ain't even have no air conditioning in some of the schools. So, 
I'm, I'm just we're just gonna we're gonna we're, I'm, I'm running through this. Uh, okay. Because you got questions? No. Oh, let me follow. You got a list? No, I ain't got no questions. I'm just I'm uh. just randomly talking because now I'm 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 just asking different stuff. Uh, real quick, a little backstory. I like backstories. I do backstories. So the other night, or a couple of nights ago, when the pastor video had came out, where the pastor, where the good, where he was licking the sins of a woman out of her, the um, <laughs> uh, Asia had decided to hit my uh, hit my my Facebook status, to, uh, and I was, or did I hit yours? I like, yo, I got the video. I don't know what did I say? Oh, yeah, <laughs> then I got the video. I said, don't show it. Yeah. So I've been haunting her with this uh, me emoji. Of somebody who made the pastor. No, but that one with the tongue sticking out was creepy, man. Like, put your tongue in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's the pastor. That's the that's the good pastor. But it, I mean, it was funny though. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Now I can't even look at your emojis right because uh, now I'm gonna think you the creepy pastor. <laughs> so uh, this is, I just want to make for the record. This is the second time that D has um, chastised me. She chastised me once about the about pose and not getting my my um, not learning the correct languages. And hey, what was the second time? <laughs> the pastor. You was like, "Don't you send me no video? I'm okay without knowing that." Look at that video. Oh, that wasn't chast. That wasn't a chastising. That was making sure you knew my boundaries as a friend. I don't like people sending me porn, <laughs> anything that's porn related. <laughs> like, don't people you be see- like, like I remember the first time I had a a girlfriend. Like, send me, like, forward me a dick pic of a nigga that she was fucking. And I was like, yo! <laughs> I was like, unsolicited dick pics. I don't I don't want them from girls either. No, you gotta <laughs> warn somebody. You can't just be sending dicks in the phone. Get that dick off my... You know, anybody watch How to Get Away, get away with Murder? Because she was like... She was like saying, "What's you, what you, what you doing on a dead girl's phone?" I'm, that's when I'm like, "What is a dick on my phone?" I'm like, no. <laughs> get the dick off my phone. <laughs> yeah, I never, um, as a guy... Which it makes it even more weird. I've never, I've never been a here, 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 how you doing? How you doing? Then pump dick pic. And I, I, I never understood. Listen, we, I have definitely got plenty of unsolicited dick pics from strangers, guys I'm actually talking to. Mm-hmm. You be like, whoa, you can't just how we get like this escalated really quickly. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, does that work? Like, does anybody like get a dick pic and all of a sudden now I want to talk to you? Like, yeah. like. What, what, Especially from a stranger. What if what if what if is your is your man? He was like, I'm just trying to get you keep you hot and bothered for the for while you're at the work. If the it's work my place. man, like I'm dating, like I'm pretty sure we already exchanged news. But if we just haven't even been out on a date, or just because we may be talking sexual, you gotta consent goes beyond physical. <laughs> like, bruh, you all you had to do was ask if it was okay to send a picture or wait for me to ask. Like, but shit. Like, oh my goodness! What, what, what like, if they, what if they say you take it too long to ask? <laughs> well, why are you so thirsty, nigga? <laughs> what if like I, was, I had this? I had, I, I, did, I went to all the mills. I, did t- I had a photo shoot, shoot, photo shoot with my dick. Why are you so thirsty, <laughs> niggas? Well, the thing is that like, if I want to see your dick, I'll ask you. Like, who? Just give long? me a chance, beloved. What, what is it like? You just take it too long. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just, I don't know what to tell you. It'd be mad abrupt, too. Like, it'll be like, sometimes, every now and then, it'll be like, dang, you ain't gonna do that, but it might make sense. It might be better if it made sense with what was happening. Yeah. Like, like they'll, men like to go from zero to like a hundred. Like, this escalated quickly. Like, 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 I don't even know how we got here. Like, man, you talking about like, your double liar. And then next thing you know, I just, there's a dick pic. <laughs> right. Or. <laughs> 
or yeah, it'll be just like, bam, dick pic. I'll be like, damn, it was no build up. <laughs> those are kind of niggas that don't want to be foreplay. It's just be like, bam, they just trying to fuck. You, that's why I can't trust you if you send a dick pic to their face. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even worry about my needs, what I want. It's just like, here, dick, here goes some dick. You, you know what's worse than the, well? I, I, I'm gonna put it. I don't. I don't like unsolicited vagina pics. You don't like what? Unsolicited vagina pics. But what? How many women are actually sending unsolicited vagina pics? In in my heyday, a lot. <laughs> and they just, well, you know what? I'm not, and I'm not gonna act like nobody does it. Yeah. But I think, but I'm pretty sure is uh. It's normally like strange, not strange women. Like, hey, here goes some pussy. Yeah. I mean, and not saying they wouldn't do it. It's, it's First of all, I I just only in recent years got comfortable with vagina pics. Period. Because I was like, who wants to look at a vagina? And yeah. I was like, oh, I guess niggas actually do want to see it. <laughs> Especially when they be like, uh, I remember I had one that like sent me one while she was playing with it to try to get the squirt. Oh I'm, yeah, I like a little video, a mm, little video. Like the squirt, mm. and I'm like. I'm never going to use your phone again. <laughs> well, first of all, cell phones are gross. If you really, if y'all really think about it, mm-hmm. cell phones are gross. All of us have been in the bathrooms at work on our phones, in public places on our phones. We might be washing our hands at work, but we ain't washed the phone. Yeah, the phone is never disinfected. You got your um. How many of y'all got uh disinfected wipes or something like that at your desk and you wipe your phone off? My, I be in the shower with my phone and the tub with my phone, sleep with the damn phone. <laughs> All right, so here's the here's the Rachel Maddow questions. All right, so okay. part of the open my uh, part of the uh, promote my B album was some funds were donated to not only to the React organization for environmental justice, Yay. but it was also for uh, Team Bam, Pam Dukes. I want to bring you back to talk about race day and talk about. Oh my goodness! Look at you! Like, come on with the with the hard hitting question. No, race day this year was really good. Um, um, I got we didn't get a top team fundraiser, Mm -hmm. but I did get the top individual fundraiser because basically all the funds that was raised was me. Even though I always say we, it like counting my brothers Mm -hmm. is it's no everybody know I'm the I'm the master (laughs) part of operation. But race day was good. had a lot of friends and family come and support my my bro, my brother's girlfriend. Hold up, do they go together? My brother's girlfriend, my nephew's mother, whatever. My nephew's mom. <laughs> um, she painted the babies like little t-shirts, so they was running around with their little tank Pam Duke shirts on with their names on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody, either I had people either coming to walk or run, mm-hmm. and then I got a group of friends who just come. To hang out because if you ever did a decent like 5k it'd be like some good little race day snacks like some freebies depending mm-hmm. on who's sponsoring it um they got like a little kids section so the kids could do like face paint and um like um balloon animals and i don't know who they get to do the donuts but all the pre-race like donuts and coffee and uh, or, or like bagels and stuff and all the chips and stuff it'd be good like the photographer be around and it's in the area with um it's a really nice, like, little lake where mostly, um, mm-hmm. where people, like, walk around the lake mm-hmm. for exercise. So they don't close that down. So people, like, um, 
has, are still out there. And part of the race route goes past the Marion House. And that's always one of the emotional parts for me because that's like their main building. And they always have some of the women that they're helping now mm-hmm. out there cheering. And they make it like the first water station. So it'll be like the women out there cheering and playing music and then like the water station. So depending on how emotional, it's about mile one, a little bit at the mile one. So depending on how emotional I am that day. And when I turn that corner and see the women, I'll be like, I'll be getting a little choked up. But they always fun. But race day was good. Um, if anybody is on Facebook, if you just search St. Pam Dukes, the page, the Facebook page is public. So I posted all the pictures. I take pictures and stuff, but my nephew's mom is like a uh, fucking, she does so good with her iPhone camera. Mm-hmm. With her, like, I mean, I got the same damn phone, but she be good. So she got real good pictures of the babies. And I mean, now that I think about it, the kids still the show every year. Because I got a couple <laughs> friends who, if they don't see my niece and nephew, no year, they like, oh no, we got to come so we can see Kobe or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. So it was good. It was real good this year. And I um, talked to some of the like directors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was kind of nice because it was a picture. It's a, there's a picture of my mom that we had at the, um, we bring to the radio every year it was the picture that we um had at her memorial service mm-hmm. so somebody whoever is like standing at the end of uh, the race waiting for us always um it's like you know like carrying that picture like it's a um like people sharing on or whatever yeah but it's always funny because people would do a double take and think it's me like oh y'all not sharing y'all sister on while she running and they'd be like no that's our mom in the picture yeah. but um so when we walked on the scene today, and my brother's holding the pit on that day that my brother's holding the picture up, the directors was like, "That's what we was looking forward to, Pam Dukes." So I was like, "Oh, yeah, y'all, I'll be knowing." <laughs> they was like, "We look forward to seeing that picture." So this year, I'm gonna try to um, participate more, like maybe get on one of the little planning committees mm-hmm. or the finance committee or something. Try to expand it. I, I'm thinking about doing a. Uh, they do like a. Um, um, gift thing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about getting a Christmas list and, and trying to get like one of those, like sponsor a family mm-hmm. for Christmas. So I'll be keeping niggas posted if I do that. If I um, do that, but if even if I don't do it as the team, mm-hmm. I always repost their stuff. But it's a it's great. It's great. I thought it's you already great. started though. Cause I thought you, I thought you already um, started doing the list the uh, the gift the Amazon wish list. No, I emailed them to ask them about. Um, um, based on one of their posts, I emailed them and asked them what's the process. Mm-hmm. And But that was my plan. Depending on how the process worked, I was going to make a list. And they said they would have lists available the end of, what's today, the 28th? Mm-hmm. They said they would have lists available the end of the week. And she said I could either do a family or I could do a list of just like um, general stuff that all the women would need that, that could go to any woman. Like, you know, like uh, bath stuff or slippers or stuff like that. So... Um, I told her my idea of doing the Amazon wish list or whatever, so mm-hmm. she should email me back. But, you know what I'm saying? I figured, you know, a couple of my friends, we could get some shit together to donate for Christmas. Okay. And, and what's going on with the Bad and Boozy podcast? Because, um, like me, y'all been on hiatus for a while, but I see y'all just dropped a new episode. We back. We back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we've been back the last two weeks, three weeks. Not according to, two or three. Not to my, my, my iTunes podcast. It was like October no, 18th was the last up. one. And then it was Wednesday. October 18th? Yeah. Okay, I just dropped one Yeah, yeah. Wednesday. So it was, yeah, so we put one on the seventh one. Yeah, so we was back on the 16th and the 23rd, I think, whatever. Yeah. 
So so everybody so everybody just had. We took an unintentional hiatus mm-hmm. because both of us, I think, summer was traveling. Summer was traveling, and then I don't even remember exactly why we just wasn't coordinating. And it was just like um, she does all the recording, so mm-hmm. I mostly take her cues. And y'all know, well, he said I was living my best life, but that's because I'm on family. Um, I'm on um, medical leave. I'm on my FMLA. So those last couple weeks before I was back to work. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, if we didn't record, I'm not even going front. I wasn't, I was like, oh, cool, I don't care, or whatever. So it was like, if she didn't say nothing, it's like the unspoken thing. Like, in my brain, I'm thinking, we supposed to record, but I was like, all right, she ain't said, she don't say nothing, she don't say nothing, she don't say nothing. And then I was like, I had said, like, do you want to take one of the um, shows off Patreon and post it or something? But it wasn't intentional. It just kind of happened for like a couple of weeks. So it was like, my bad, y'all life be nice. <laughs> but we be doing, I mean, we was pretty, we were pretty consistent. So I was like, my bad. Yeah. But we back. Okay. We back. Okay. So what, what's Trying to do a little planning. So um, outside of you being a, a zebra, Doja Cat, and, um, you know, coming up with new ways to contribute to the uh, Marion House, and uh, Team Pam Dukes. Uh, what are some other things you Look, been doing? Look, I be all creative and shit. I didn't even realize this, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, um, so I've been like trying to rest for my ancestors as instructed by my doctor. Mm-hmm. So I had to do like a, I've been learning to like juggle between, I'm an Aries. Uh, you see, you see in the short time, you know me, like, I'm always like doing something. Hold, hold on, pause. Pa- I'm, put, I'm, put, put, put a pin in that. You an Aries? Yeah. Really? When's your birthday? March twenty eighth. Oh, okay. Me and Summer both Aries. Uh, I'm April. I'm April first. Okay. okay. Summer is April the sixth. Okay. Come on, team Aries. That's, let me find out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> un- but you know, un- it's un- a pause. it's a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, 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 my all my other Aries friends is um, April Aries, but that's fine. But mm. yeah, all right, birthday party turn up. Okay. Um, but I'm always doing shut up. I'm always <laughs> doing something, and my general personality is just like busy, busy, busy. Do this. You see, I got this friend, this friend, and mm-hmm. I stay talking to strangers and meeting new people mm-hmm. and collecting friends and month. But this year, I was experiencing some like depression and shit. Mm-hmm. I was realizing that um. Man, I knew something was wrong when this year, for the first year, like, around my birthday, I was just like, that's my favorite holiday. And I brought in my brain was like, oh, my God, I shouldn't even plan the birthday party. I should just cancel. And even when I said it to myself, I was like, oh, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> I normally be like, it's all about me. When I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, people. I was like, damn. But um, so I'm realizing that, like, doing like having depression and stuff it'll just be like my normal like self is just like i'm it's like i'm too much for my own damn self like i'll be like bitch sit down so it's like you be i'll be in the between thinking i'll be in between thinking about my normal self and my current self so mm-hmm. i might be like oh let's go out let's do this and i realize like shit i don't even want to do that shit <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so my therapist was like like I need to rest, and I was uh, so I've been trying to battle between. I'm doing pretty good of making sure I didn't um, have these weeks off. I took off a little over a month, and um, 
resist my urge to find something to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I literally got to be like, no, we're supposed to sit down. I got So I've been trying to learn how to be still mm-hmm. with myself. But it was going to happen anyway, because even before I took the time off, my brain was fucking shutting down. So it was a matter of like, all right, let me just listen to my body and my brain and rest. But it's been good because it was just like, today I've, I've done nothing, but I've done a lot. But I, it's nice to be able to just do it at my own pace and not have to worry about work. Like, I got up, I had the adult today, like, call cable cup. I mean, call, like, Verizon and do some other things. And but, yeah, I can just take my pseudo time. I can just sit down and drink my coffee. Or I can just, like, take a walk real quick and come back or whatever. And it's, like, amazing how, like, just relieved I feel. Just not being, not having to, um, been able to, like, deal with my own mental health and not having to deal with work at the same time. Because that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And therapy and stuff be draining. I'd be like, what the fuck I got time for this? I'm trying to break general curses, generational curses <laughs> and 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 do the mental work and get try to get try to get back into the kitchen and doing stuff I love and yeah. anybody got time for Cause, cause the man curly, to be breathing over my shoulder? Because you're currently making jambalaya right now. I'm currently in Jambalaya, which is really a good sign because, you know what I'm saying, a bitch can get back in the kitchen. I was really excited because I was like, I haven't cooked in so long. And everybody knows I love cooking. And Wegmans is my favorite place on the planet. So it was like, what? Hadn't even been in the grocery store. I'm already being fed because I've been ordering Uber Eats and stuff. But I went grocery shopping and I deleted Uber Eats and um. DoorDash off my phone because we gonna get this shit together. Yeah, I never really rocked with uh, not Uber Eats because it takes so long for me. I'm always at work one time and I, <laughs> and I was by myself. And I oh ordered. no, DoorDash is good when you at work. I was introduced to the food ordering stuff with Uber Eats, so that was the and then my two go to restaurants around my neighborhood are always pretty quick and don't have a, and they normally even don't have a delivery fee, only got like a 99 cent delivery fee in weeks. So I would use them. But in recent, but I was like, oh, I deleted, I got rid of Uber itself for Lyft. So I was like, hold up. If I'm not supporting Uber, I probably shouldn't be still using Uber Eats. So I started using DoorDash. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but why are you um, not, why are you not supporting Uber? Cause like after a while they was just getting on my nerves, and then um, I was like the lift, lift just the 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 um app and the service would treat me better. And anytime I complain, and then I heard from the other side a lot of people I know that drive, mm-hmm. they say lift treat them better too. So I said, all right, I feel that's what give me. I was having my bad experiences, and then I was like, when when some of my friends that drive said that um lift was the better company to work for, I was like, all right. Even that gave me even more reasons to stay fucked these things. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so here we go. We got to talk about... Yeah, it. I'm my lane shit. Well, we got to talk about what? Yeah, no, we got to talk about something else real quick. Okay. Because I feel my kids are rumbling down upstairs, which means they're going to come down here, which means you're going to have, like, two more special guests on this show. You're going to see my <laughs> children. Because <laughs> they don't care. I about like me. kids. They don't. They absolutely do not give a fuck about me. Kids recording. are pretty cool. They don't care if I'm recording right now. I'm like, I'm recording. They were like, "Hey, so put me on the mic because I have an extra mic here," and they're just gonna start talking. Oh, and with an extra mic, you basically invited them. <laughs> yeah, they're they gonna come down here and they don't care. I'm, like, I'm in the studio. They're like, "Cool, 
So let me get my toys. And then they're just going to sit here. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember when I was on FMLA. Um, it was when my daughter was born, actually. It was great. It was great, too. But I, I, I took FMLA for, like, two months. It was, like, two months, I think. Mm-hmm. It was uh, the first part was paid. And then after that, it was like, well, you won't be getting paid till you come back. But you still have a job. <laughs> yeah, because FMLA for people who may or may who, who may or may not be curious about it, mm-hmm. is like FMLA itself is just the federal protections um, guaranteeing that you can have twelve weeks off work and come back. You can have up to twelve weeks of medical leave, <coughs> whether it's you or a family member <coughs> or something like that. It guarantees that you're able to have up to 12 weeks off work, it does not guarantee that you're paid. It just guarantees that they, that they have, that your job has to still be there when you're done. So it depends on your company or whatever, with maternity, paternity, sick, um, short term disability leave, you know, whatever it depends on how their individual policies work, which is this country is trash, especially when it comes to, you know, I've got medical shit going on in my brain, but especially when it comes to pregnant women, it's like, it kind of should be guaranteed, so yeah. they shouldn't have to just rush back to work because you're only going to pay them for six weeks or eight weeks, so you're not going to pay them at all. That's trash. Yeah, I had to, but, um, it's even worse for guys, not trying to compare, because, I mean, y'all, y'all do all the labor, <laughs> but like fathers... Not all fathers, but the ones that are like... Yeah, a lot of companies, the fathers don't get off at all. Yeah. And that is trash, too, because just because you we the woman does all the physical part, it's like, bruh, I just pushed the whole... Well, I'm, I haven't done it. But you just push the whole baby out. Yeah. You got postpartum shit going on. You might have a C-section scar. You got a baby that you may or may not be able to lift up because of surgery. That Niggas, he helped me get pregnant. He needs time off to help me. <laughs> yeah. Like, and support me. My nigga, like, that is crazy. I was so glad this is the first... I got my brother and one of my guy friends. My brother was off. My brother was actually off longer than my niece's mom when she went... Uh, my niece was born. Because, mm-hmm. or whatever, he was off like the... He took like the whole... He worked for the city, Baltimore City, and he got a whole three months off paid leave. Uh, we like whatever, like the whole twelve weeks he got off paid leave, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, shout out to them. What kind of seasoning is that you sprinkling on that jam a lot? What you, what you, what you, what you, what you sprinkling? Um, I just be putting <laughs> shit right now, just a little Miss Dash. I mean, it got the little seasoning. It's like the Goya jambalaya mix, mm-hmm. but I always look in my cabinet and put some other shit in there. Mm-hmm. That what that that the recipe didn't call for. Y'all can't see this, but she was getting her uh, salt bay on. <laughs> That's how I be. See, <laughs> now that I'm back cooking, whatever uh, Snapchat, I mean, um, Instagram be um, petty because of copyright stuff. But I be one of the reasons why niggas like me cooking because I be on Snapchat with all the music. I be up there. I be um, it be a whole production on my Snapchat when I be cooking. I be dancing. I be um putting music to each scene mm-hmm. of the cook of the cooking process. Okay. So that'd be fun. But uh. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, my daughter was born in Alabama, so I had to go fly to Alabama for you know. To be Where there. were you? Oh, I was in DC. Okay. Yeah. So I had to uh, fly there, and uh, you know, I had to be there. She was my firstborn. My son was born. How old is she now? Oh, she's nine. Taking over the world. Oh. Taking over the world. Is she going through puberty yet? 
Nah. She's hitting it. Nah, she's she's currently wearing, as I call her special undershirt. My uh, girlfriends <laughs> were just commiserating this weekend about their 10-year-olds because they like in that pre-puberty, I got like an attitude and like the girls are just like, they like almost for like two seconds, like don't even recognize their kid. <laughs> With, um, <laughs> I was cracking up because my one girlfriend, her daughter's 10 and her other daughter's like maybe seven. Mm-hmm. The younger one goes, see this? Well, I don't even want kids. <laughs> she said, they're going to act like her sister. She said, oh, that's puberty? I got to do that? Oh, I don't even want kids. Yeah. I was like, I love them, baby. Yeah. My my daughter, she's at the point now where, you know, I just love her. Uh, I know she's going to be the one when I get sick. She's going to take care of me. But uh, I could feel that daddy's, that daddy baby love, that daddy's girl love happening. Because she just, she's like, I'm just coming to check on you, and I'm not leaving. I'm like, hey, I'm good. She's like, I'm not going nowhere. I'm going to sit right here, and I'm just going to look at you. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to sit here with you, Daddy. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's no, you better enjoy that now, because once she start going through puberty for a, little, for a few years, she's going to just be like, she's just going to hate everything. Yeah, I'm there for that. I'm like, you need to go talk to your mama. <laughs> no, she's going to hate the mother the worst. We always hate the mother. I'm, I, we always hate the mother the worst. It's like... It's like this weird, like the woman dynamic, because your body is. First of all, God didn't even have to do us like that. He gave us periods and these, like, just like annoying, like what temper. But you can't con- you can control it, but you can't control it because part of it is just physiological. You're mm. going through puberty, your brain is changing and shit, and it's kind of frustrating. So it's like, bruh, I don't even want to be mad. Why am I upset? Why am I crying? Like, oh my god, what is happening? Because <laughs> your body trying to turn to a woman. <laughs> So I was like, what the hell? But I ain't really a woman. I'm confused. Why go ahead and do this? Then we got to grow up and still go through menopause and shit. It's really not right. We've no. been cursed. I've been trying to avoid all that all that smoke. There's a lot of smoke. No, you can't avoid it. Embrace it. You <laughs> embrace the whole process. Yeah. You got your special undershirt on. Yep. All right, cool. That's good. Oh, I never wore a special undershirt. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, it's called a, it's a training bra. I know. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> like, You got your special undershirt on. She's like, uh, when she first started, when she's like, it's too tight. And I'm like, uh, it's gonna get co- it's gonna get better. I promise you. I'm not sure. <laughs> that was that was my advice. It's gonna get better. I promise you. I hope. I don't know. I <laughs> said I hope. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you do gotta just tell kids. I don't know. I'm winging it. Shit. I don't know nothing about parents. This, this, this is new to me just as well as it's new to you. And and because you're my only daughter. This jambalaya hitting though. Oh. I put some jalapenos up in here. Oh, you got it. You made it hot and spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and also because I had jalapenos from a Hello Fresh box that I um. That I didn't, that I almost let go to waste, but the jalapenos and the vegetables was still, some of the vegetables were still good. So I was like, let me use these. And I know the jambalaya mix is already spicy, but I was like, I'm just gonna throw it in here mm-hmm. with some andouille sausage and some um, green peppers, some diced tomatoes, and that's it. Oh, red onions. Okay. So now I gotta ask you because you was at the show. You your, introdu- your introductions to the questions is always hilarious. I'm like, hold up, where are you going with this? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to throw people off. Uh, so, yeah, you was at the show. Um, mm-hmm. I had a really good time. Okay. <laughs> Please tell the people. I witnessed your, your wife almost miss your set start. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, she doesn't love me. 
That was funny. That spot was like so random, but it, I like a little cute little spot that I that I didn't even know existed. Oh, yeah. So, like, so it's like this little art spot, and it was like over in the back of the room or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I had heard them on three guys on podcast, that was the first time I um saw who was that? Was that Charity that was oh, there? Oh, Charity Sade. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not one of those people who like hear stuff online or hears a voice and go look for it. Mm-hmm. So I've heard her plenty of times and I ain't never know what she looked like. Mm-hmm. So I never. So when she started talking, I said, oh, that's the voice that that's the face that matched the voice. I know. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Um, I, 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 I like your commitment to the jacket, even though it was way too hot for the jacket. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate the commitment. I appreciate the commitment. I mean, um, fucks with the outfit. I just know, I was just like, I know he ready to take that motherfucking jacket off. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the stuff was good. You know what I'm saying? Me and my girlfriend was laughing and shit. Um, I'm looking forward to um, how it compares when I, when I hear it strung together versus when I was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I'm going through that process right now, the editing part. Which How I does that work? Um, basically, um, shout to Andy Klein. Um, so he is reco- Andy doing all, is Andy um, putting it together? Or you, or yeah, you he, he, he recorded the whole thing. So, yeah. so now uh, I had to listen back to it and he gave me like three different versions of it. So I listened to like two or three different versions of my album. And then from there, I had to literally... Chocolate. What did it feel like listening back to yourself? Hmm. Uh, it sounded great. It sounded great. Like there was there was good oh, laughter. Good. It was it was good laughter. Because uh, I was wondering, like, is it going? When I was like, when I listen, I want to feel like do it sound like what I was hearing? Because I felt like the room was full and a lot of laughter and. Mm. You know, it was a good turnout. Oh yeah, no, it was um, Nick, it was full of laughter. Niggas went next door to eat pizza and shit afterwards. Oh yeah. It was um, it is, and, and actually, this was the first time I met you, so it was uh, it was it was. Oh yeah, it was it was a good time. That was literally like, but <laughs> see, that's another way how I just be collecting friends, cause I, so that it, we were your album recording was the same day as my mother's race, mm-hmm. so I was like, cool, let me get my mind right. I got a bunch of stuff to do. Got home, got ready. My girlfriend met me at my house, cause I was like, we should Uber in because of because of the area yeah. or whatever. And but when everybody was asking like what I'm doing this weekend, and when I say I'm going to the comedy show, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to see my friend um do this comedy show. He's recording his album, and then I was making sure I let them know like you supported um the team or whatever. So then, even my friends who are used to my crazy stories was like, how you know him again? And I was like, oh shit, here I go again. I always gotta explain like some <laughs> random way how I know somebody. And you never met him? I said, no, nah, I meet him. I don't see him at the show. And yeah. He's like, what the hell? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you just picking up. You just picking up friends like like little flowers. Like well, this is a pretty. That's how flower. I do. Like everybody got some kind of crazy story. Well, maybe not too crazy, but some kind of origin story of how they know me. My mm-hmm. girlfriend's who the Halloween party I was just at. Mm-hmm. They um, got married earlier this year, but I introduced them a couple years ago. They was my friend. They was my friends separately before they started dating. Oh wow! So you yeah. so, so you matchmaking. You just collecting friends. Not on purpose. It was just like we we was it was it it shocked the hell out of me. It was just like, oh, you my friend. It was like they was flirting one day, and the next thing you know, they was going on dates. And I was like, is this for real? <laughs> the next thing you know, they was moving in together. And the next thing you know, I'm the flower girl at that wedding. And I'm like, all right. So when so when when you started noticing them flirting, did you did you start making like little looks like, hmm, what's going on over here? Did you 
Like, how did how does that work? No, well, I, I was actually kind of encouraging it at first because what happened at first was the one girlfriend told me, you know how like you might have a homeboy be like tell you like, oh, she fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my one girlfriend was like. Uh, telling me that the other one was fine, but she was pretty shy, so she was just telling it to me. She wasn't even really, like, trying to holler. So, after she done that a couple times, one day I was with the other one and I was texting about, um, like, some food or something, and you know, one of them say, like, a little flirty joke, and I relayed the message, and they know, they, like, flirting back and forth through me, and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Then, like, my next gathering at my house, a bunch of wine was involved, and then that's when I noticed they were scooching closer together. And then my Aunt Varys goes, oh, mm, I know a little lesbian situation when I see one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I love both of them. Like, we both were good friends. I was like, I, don't, I, was like, I don't care, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I didn't take it seriously at night, that night because they were just kind of like, you know, we was drunk and flirting. But then when I talked to them a couple days later, it's like, oh, they went on a lunch date. I said, oh, interesting. Here we are. All right, just jambalaya is done. I'm just sitting here tasting it. Let me go sit down. Oh, but we're going to get ready to wrap this up. I think we actually did this without the uh, kids running in. Oh yeah, I ain't him running out. That's what I was waiting. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they they was tumbling. They doing a lot of rumbling. Do I got any other random stories for y'all? No. I think they were raining and tumbling, but I think they got sent upstairs to get ready for bed. I'm just out here cooking. I done roasted some potatoes. I got some collard greens in the slow cooker right here. What you what you put in the, what you put in them greens though? Um, right now, it's just my little chicken broth and some onions and some garlic. Um, I didn't put no season, a little salt and pepper. I ain't put no seasoning in it yet other than the actual... Um, you ain't put no turkey bone in that thing? Oh, the, um, the smoked turkey in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the smoked turkey next in there. I was letting them cook earlier, That's so I'm just letting the, the smoked turkey be banned. I just, I just went man level. Huh? I, I did old man level. That's what I just old man level a lot. I just uh, asked you about food and then started asking for specific ingredients. Hey, in the food. <laughs> hey, I don't ever make them the same way twice, but they be hard. They be good. I put them in the slow cooker. Okay. I don't know if my grandma would approve, but they be good. So when you put them in the slow cooker, how long does it take for for them to be done? Um, I'll be counting. Hold up. I don't even know. <laughs> in the slow cooker so much that I don't really be timing shit. And if it go a little over, it ain't gonna burn. I got enough liquid in there. But I know my grain's on point because Miss Penny, my secretary at work, is 73 years old and for the last maybe like three years when we did something at work and I bought greens, she co-signed my greens. The first time I bought them, I was so scared because I was like, this old black lady, an old black lady will cuss you out if your food, if your grain's bad. <laughs> Or she will let you know. She will let you know. I was so nervous. So the first time she said they was good, I said, oh, shit, I done unlocked some motherfucking cheat code. (laughs) I felt like I made my mother proud. And then the next two times I made them, she said I got better. I said, "Uh uh-oh. So fuck what anybody else say. I was like, I'm just going to keep making them in a slow cooker because the old black lady said they was good. Fuck that. Okay. Okay. But anyway, let's just be cooking and talking shit. (laughs) So uh, real quick, let the people know how they can get it, uh, how they can get in contact with your podcast, all the links, all your social media. Um, you can find the podcast at Bad Boozy Pod on all the social media. You can find me at Brains and Buns. And another little small plug, since I was talking about um, 
FMLA and mental health. My guy, my homie, uh, Curtis, got a podcast called Gay Side Stories. Mm-hmm. And a couple weeks ago, we did a um, he did a mental health episode, and we he talked about some some of his current mental health issues. That was his first time telling me on the air. And then I talked more in depth about my decision to take FMLA. And then we discussed like an article about like five things that people that we do inadvertently just like uphold the mental health stigma and so and um i think that was a good a good episode i probably should go back and listen to it myself now but i, I was getting some good feedback on that but mm-hmm. since i'm on leave i think that's important what's the name of the podcast again the, the uh gay side stories okay. i don't remember which episode number it was but i know it came out i think he posted it on like october the 13th or something like that okay more particular, more taking random notes. Oh, yeah, look at you. <laughs> Production, no. come on. It's just over here. But yeah, that'll be me. So while I'm on leave for a couple more weeks, so look out for my Instagram shenanigans with the family and cooking. Because I'll be out here trying to get my fake food photography on while I'm in here. Oh, random question, since I still have you here. Um, so, uh, so you go and you visit your therapist. Um, mm-hmm. at, at the end of the week, so mm-hmm. is, and I noticed there's a trend with you. You have like pizza afterwards. Is that just like your thing to reward yourself for going to therapy? Is that like your yeah? I started. Food? I started. I started. <laughs> that is well. I do love pizza, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I go to therapy at noon on Fridays. So I started working from home on Fridays, and since I didn't typically do like intermittent fasting or don't eat breakfast, mm-hmm. it just made sense to just wait to eat to after therapy and at some point i had to, i just discovered mod pizza like earlier in the summer mm-hmm. and it's right up in the the location is right around the corner from my therapist's office and uh one of the tough times i left from there it was kind of like heavy i was like oh i deserve a gold star or something and then i was like oh pizza i should try that <laughs> pizza place my friend told me about mm-hmm. and then i like i like a little routine a little ritual so i just started making like therapy and pizza so i felt like my 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 lunch on friday my pizza on friday was my reward for um for finishing and getting through my session that day okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then i just stuck with it it's like whatever okay i just coming up with random random ass questions my therapist i told my therapist she didn't give me gold stickers so i gotta go get pizza mm. so give me a go because i have a friend who because like so i'm i'm gonna say that pizza is your comfort food. Uh, wings, my first comfort food, but definitely pizza. Okay, I stand for buffalo like <laughs> hot wings. Because uh, I have a friend whose comfort food is rice, and I witnessed. I witnessed yeah, rice not my comfort food. Pizza definitely is either wings or pizza for me. Okay, because she definitely went through a bowl of rice, a couple of bowls of rice, and I was like, "This is this is outrageous." You gotta pick a better food. Oh, <laughs> but I gotta be careful. If I got put, I don't buy them often. But if I got potatoes around, mm-hmm. like I just roasted the pan of potatoes. If uh, I could eat the whole bowl, I could eat all the potatoes. I gotta like hold up, not like cut them like French fries. Just roast the potatoes. I fucks with a potato. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a uh, go to a diner. I was gonna ask you which one. Yeah. I go, go to a diner. I just go to a diner and I just sit there like the SpongeBob me <laughs> with, a, with a cup of coffee. <laughs> Steamed, and I probably, then I probably order some like, especially like a silver diner. I go to silver diner, I just sit there in a booth by myself. Oh, it's one up, it's one up here. I had, I've been a couple times. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know this place was right here. I like it. 
Yeah, I just let the steam come out the coffee. Then I finally ordered like some um, like an a la carte breakfast, and I just had the headphones in and just be watching TV on my phone and just being my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that I'm getting back to my healthy coping mechanisms, I'm more likely to do what I'm doing now. And cook, cooking uh, is normally relieves stress for me. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, I have food to eat afterwards. That's a bonus. Oh, yeah. And you save money that way. That's what they say. Yeah, save money. I enjoy cooking. I owe you a slice of cheesecake. My yeah. friend gave me a whole thing of cheesecake. A whole cheesecake. Yeah. I'm eating some since we get on the phone. Because you've been, you've been eating it, and I'm like, hey, there is supposed to be a slice for me. And you just like, I'm like, you're, you're I told attorney. you that you want me freeze it. I don't eat the whole cheesecake yet. Because my, my fear is I never get the cheesecake. If you freeze it then and I never pick it up, then that's going to be a chestizing. Like, I just froze this last cheesecake, and I could have got it. No, well, that's because whenever we, well, I see you, we got to go get the apple pie. We got to go figure out whether this apple pie and Wegmans is really... What I what somebody told me it was. Um, that's my kind of adventure. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make the, we're gonna make that happen. We shall. All right. Well, I appreciate you, Miss D.I. Asia. <laughs> did I say the name? Right? No problem. Anytime. Of course you didn't. But I like what it's better when you mess it up. Ah, thank you. A lot of people be like, oh man, I'm like that's my thing. I will be fucking names up, yo. I don't mean to do it on purpose. It's you, it's you. You know, it's funny. Uh, I did. Um, I opened up for James Davis. This is a complete random story. And I'm gonna say this on the way out of here. And I was hosting okay. the DC Comedy Loft, and the feature was um, Brandy Louise. I want to make sure I say her name right because I might, I might have just fucked her name up again. Um, I don't even know why you bother checking. I got to, I got to, because then she was like, just, she's going to follow. Okay, it's not Luis, it's Brandy Denise. All right, so Brandy Denise. All right, so the show ended up starting late at the DC Comedy Loft, and I was there the whole weekend. The whole entire time, I'm, I'm saying her name right. All right, so mm-hmm. this particular show, the show started late. And um, so they told me to do, do a little longer set as the host. So I did end up doing like 10, 15 minutes. So they gave me the light, and it was time to bring up Brandy. In the middle of me, and I normally try to, because it's a paid show, it's a more professional show, I normally go no notes. I don't have nothing written on my hand or anything. I'm just like, okay. So. Ain't that what? Hmm. Some like professional show is when you should have your cheat notes so you won't mess up. Nah, nah. You gotta be professional. Okay. Yeah, so. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, so. It's time for you to put her on, you call her up, right? So I, I'm reading off her t- all her credits. Remember her credits. In the middle of it, Okay, I'm like, all right, give it up for Brandy, and I stall, and I think of the first <laughs> black last name I could think of. I'm like, Brandy Thank Johnson. <laughs> and so she, she comes on stage, she's like, I don't know who the hell Brandy Johnson is, but I'm Brandy Denise. So everybody laughs. She's doing her time. She gets off. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so. She's like, it's okay. It's fine. I just want to know why you said Johnson. I was like, because we're black. And like Johnson, Jenkins, James. Like these are all the names. Yeah. <laughs> it was like uh, percentages, my yeah. nigga, percentages. <laughs> That's all I had. I was like, uh, I'm sorry. And then uh, I felt bad. Not only because I felt the name up, but then like she has a very big, she has, I don't watch Power. But she's on this season's mm-hmm. episode of Power. But uh, she's been on like three or four episodes now. She's Oh, the, she on it? Yeah, she's I'm on not it. caught up, but who, who is she? She's I, the I one. She's the girl with the baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, open up for her. 
So now, like, she's big. And I'm like, yo, I'll be like, yo, I'm proud of you. And I don't know. Like, she don't follow me on Instagram. Like, I still follow her, but we're friends on Facebook in real life. And I think she just, because I inboxed her, and I was just like, yo, good job, whatever. I think I was in the inbox so much, whatever. Because I like to big people up. I'm like, yo, good job. Are you killing this shit? And she's like, I don't need all that support. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like DMs, on, DMs locked down. Boom, boom. All right, cool. But we're friends on Facebook, whatever. But I, I felt but I felt so bad that I fucked her name up. And then, like, she has this big role. So, like, now when she, I feel like when she sees me, it could be my guilty conscience because I, 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 I pride myself on my hosting. Like when she sees me, I mean, that's that nigga to call me Brandon Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I fucked up. I mean, I gotta catch up on power. I'm a little. But yeah, she's the one, and I I don't know if she's like the stripper, the the young. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch. I only seen the I seen the introduction of her character, but I ain't caught up to what she's doing. Yeah. So that's that's her. But uh, yeah, thank you again, D, for uh, coming through again. I really appreciate you. Anytime it'll be out. It'll be out tomorrow, actually Tuesday. So if you record another episode next week, I'll probably be free. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and enjoy that jambalaya. I shall. I right, know. Talk to you later. Later. Bye. And that was D. Everybody putting it down, holding it down. That's my smooth jazz and R and B uh, voice. As we get ready to wrap this up, uh, you can follow me. On the Twitter at ohmyb757. Thank you all for listening. Uh, all the ones and twos of y'all, I really appreciate it. Uh, I should have started that first and then went into the shows that I have coming up. Um, you listen to this podcast, which you know that means you know how to find it. You can also go on ohmyb.com. You can also come to my shows that I have coming up in the upcoming weeks and months. You can always catch me at Reliable Tavern on Thursdays, Tuesdays, at Shenanigans in D.C. You can... Also catch me uh, uh, um, November 15th through the 16th at the at the Church of Satire. November 24th, my homegirl Michelle sometimes is doing her comedy taping. I'll be there supporting her December 5th through the 7th. We'll open up for at the Comedy Loft, open it up for Schuler King December 13th at the 945 show at the DC Improv. And because people like to book me ahead of time, um, in the twenty in the year twenty twenty, God willing, the creek don't rise. You catch me at the My Funny Valentine in the DC um, DC Draft House Theater, and at Bus Boys and Poets in Mount Rainier, February thirteenth, and on the fifteenth. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all. Shout out to my to the homie Infrared Crypto. Shout out to Falk Five. Shout out to the three guys on podcast. Shout out to Broken Mike Comedy, BMC for Life, Provoke Mike B's dropping in 2020. It's big things, man. Big things popping. Little things stopping. Yeah, I should have probably already had my. You know. I'm out. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Greg Stevens, aka Black Mayonnaise. You're listening to the Open Mic Podcast. Yeah.